The movies are back, baby, and if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with five Ys. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five wives. Movies Baby! Forever. Dog. I had a session with a new therapist. Oh. oh. Like a for real, like for real. What do you mean for real? I'm <laughs> not for fake. Who have you been talking to? No, I mean. <laughs> a blow up doll? <laughs> no, I mean to like actually talk about like the hard stuff. For real. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, for real. How did it go? Uh, so, couldn't really do it. <laughs> but, <laughs> 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 but it's, you know, it's just the, it's just the start. Mac, you didn't... Sorry. Oh, shit. Oh, what? shit. What? Oh, fuck. Mac. Oh, shit. Oh have you been wearing that same sweater for a full week? Oh, oh fuck. Oh. Mac, have you? Oh, shit. Forgotten how to do wow. laundry? Boys. Oh, no. Fucking boys. Mac, do you even wash your clothes? <laughs> <laughs> boys. Right. I just, I actually, I washed the sweater after I wore it last week. And Me too. I'm re-wearing it this week, so. Me as well. Don't worry, it's clean. Not smelly. Very fresh, very And new. I cold plunged again. <laughs> wow, I can feel that on you. I was about to ask. Yeah, I'm plunging. Yeah. You've got the vibe. I've plunged. I've expunged the bad energy. <laughs> Get it out. Good vibes only. I feel I feel the good vibes. I do. Elena, have you been to the desert? Uh, yeah, in Arizona, if that counts. And where in Arizona did you go? Uh, Mesa and the surrounding area. My grandma used to snowbird. Well, my grandma and grandpa used to snowbird down there. Do both of you not know what a snowbird is? No. Oh, interesting. I know a bird's like a little scooter that you ride around no. the big city. No, it's a thing. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's just like Canadian or maybe just the prairie provinces, but like, cause it gets so cold in winter in Manitoba where I'm from. Oh, that... you mean like a ski do? Oh, like a jet ski, but on land. That's called a snowmobile, but no. Snowmobile. What are you talking about? Can I? I'm going to look up a snowbird right now. Stop, no, stop, Meg. I'm explaining what it is. Well, can I it's look not, at it? I'm very it's visual. It's not a motor vehicle. There's nothing for you to... There's no visual. Is it an animal? <laughs> Could it fit in a bread box? <laughs> I would need to show oh, you see. a picture of my grandma if you wanted to, don't want to show you a snowbird. No, it's like a person or a couple. No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Mac I just is showing us a picture of a bird. On a bird. A bird on a branch with snow on it, and it no. says snowbird. A snowbird is a person or a couple 
who generally it's like older folks who's who are retired who in the winter they go live somewhere we hot call that for a wintering wintering oh, oh we call it snowbirds. snowbird is an action <laughs> wait <laughs> it is it's kind a verb of, it's like it's like a noun and a verb because you a could, gerund, if you, you will. would say that my my grandma was a snowbird. Everyone missed my sick gerund joke. <laughs> oh no, I didn't hear no it. No one understands I my grandma jokes. What'd you I say? Didn't hear it. <sighs> she goes. It's a noun and a verb. And I yeah. said, I said a gerund, if you will. I love. I. I, I, I love, I'm not uh, good enough at English for that. I'm an artist. I'm a professional writer and performer, uh-huh. and I feel alone right now. Oh, no, Ashley. We're no, with you. Ashley. It was so funny. Thank you. That, it was so funny. Someone's going to laugh so hard at that. <laughs> yeah. In my Discord the other day, I did some really funny jokes about the subjunctive, and no one knew what the subjunctive was. And I thought, America's falling apart. Ashley, Ashley, look at me. You are okay. too smart. You're Thank too you. smart for us. Thank you. You're too smart for the audience. Yeah. You're too smart That's for the problem. Fulton. For this podcast, You're too smart for everyone. Fulton's and really sometimes smart. Sometimes that's going to mean you feel lonely because Definitely when you're as smart, smart as you are, honestly, I wish I had someone to say this to me earlier in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, and now it's coming from your son. Thanks, son. So they snowboard in Mesa. Snowboard, snowbird. Excuse me, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, did <laughs> no, you? Where's Jared? Mesa? Let me look. Mesa uh, by Phoenix outside of phoenix did you go to sedona at all yes oh my god i i gotta say i vibe with the desert man oh see it's not for me my mom's the same she like loves the desert it's beautiful it, but i, I also I, love the water i like i think I, I think i just love not being in new york sometimes <laughs> <laughs> you should find somewhere to snowbird <gasps> I yeah actually why do snowbird Huh. I don't think I'm wealthy enough yet or retired enough yet. Yeah, it's more of a retirement thing for sure. Oh. Because you're gone for like months and usually like my grandparents, they'd rent like a trailer. Yeah. In like a old, like an old person trailer home park. Wow, that's really what nice. They call they them must they, really like a community. Other. Community. They do sometimes call groups of people that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was called something. They were like, like our community here on the Chosen Family <gasps> Podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Elena Joy. I'm your mom. I'm Ashley Gavin, and I'm your dad. I'm Mac and Jimmy. I'm your hot teenage brother. You are and baby. Every week we sit you are on baby. the dinner table. And every week baby. we get together because you don't have anyone <laughs> in your life that loves you. So you formed a pair of social relationship with the three of us to make up for that lack of community in your own life. This one might be too real. real. You don't have anybody, but you do have the internet and you have a comment section and that's not enough. Hey, I'd like to say that I've been there. I haven't, you fucking loser. (laughs) Anyway. That's how I got on the internet. That's how this all started. Slash Slash chosen family podcast to support this family and we don't have another patreon i don't even know what that was that i just said we will take your questions there and we will answer them so that you can you feel some sort of bond wow beautifully said thank you so intelligently (laughs) said actually so smart so so it was really smart what i just did so so smart (laughs) (laughs) i love smart ashley 
too. <laughs> Ashley, are you going to be too depressed to record next week because you're just going to be getting home from seeing Jen? You're no, because I'm in a week? I'm not in a long distance relationship. Jen will be mine for the rest of my life, and we live together. So I don't have any residual feelings of longing. Wow. Damn. <laughs> If I was still in a long distance relationship, wow. I would be crying right now, actually. And then I wouldn't be able to masturbate for a month. <laughs> no tingles for Mac. No tingles for Mac. <laughs> How is everybody? Did you guys have any updates? Oh, I had oh, a phenomenal good. week. Good. Um, <laughs> that was a bit about it. Oh. I'm sorry. That was it? That was a bit. Oh. I would love, I would honestly love for you to get on the podcast and say, I had a phenomenal week and then just not tell us anything. Like it was actually a good week. It was a phenomenal week. Um, I did have a phenomenal, I did have like a really cool week. I mean, I headlined the Lincoln theater in DC. That's where. Oh, that's cool. Um, president lives. The president. (laughs) Yep. The president was there. Joe Biden was sleeping in the corner of the theater. Um, (laughs) just curled up in a little sleeping bag. Good old Joe. Uh, eating beans, just a camping stove and a little mm. bowl of beans, as Joe is known to do <laughs> at, at the Lincoln Theater. And I said, Joe, do you want some ice cream? And he said, absolutely. And we went and got ice cream together. Wow. That sound, does sound phenomenal. It does sound phenomenal. He was like so Ashley nice. When on, he's, the, on the right hand of the he president. Get, he patted my head and he said, you're a good comedian. He would. I can see that. Um. Guys, can I just say? Yeah. Because I heard something disturbing. Oh. I don't care how you feel about anything. If you don't vote for Joe Biden again, Uh, we are going to we are going to enter an authoritarian state. I understand that there's lots of things that you're mad about, but perfection is the enemy of the good. Mm -hmm. And I get it. You're like anti-fascist states, and that's Mm -hmm. why you're mad at Joe Biden. Well, if you don't vote for vote Joe Biden, Mm -hmm. we're going to be a fascist state. So I just need you guys to just fucking calm down. Just cool your jets, as Joe would say. All right. Cool it. Knock it off. Eat your beans. Go vote. Go vote. But like, let's not vote for the like scary option. Yeah. Or and by not voting, you're voting for the scary option. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This yeah. is all we have. I know it's not good. It's yeah. not good at all. It's on the brink of getting worse in a way that I can't describe. You don't mm-hmm. know that because I also found out that kids aren't taught how to read anymore. They're not <laughs> doing phonics. Everything is deteriorating. Mm-hmm. I'm losing it. Mm-hmm. Okay? And Gen Z doesn't seem to be concerned in the way that they should be. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna um, second that for Canada because we also have a I'm gonna kind of third scary, that and scary also situation. offer the bunker option. Again. <laughs> nope, no alternative option. There is no alternative option. We vote. We gotta vote. You must vote. I understand it's not a good option. Yeah, but an okay option that continues yeah. democracy yeah, is the is, it is better than an option where they. The the other side of this is trying to take away voting rights and they're trying to yeah. take away term limits and they're moving towards an uh, authoritarian, authoritarian uh, uh, state. Yes. Okay? So please, for the love of fucking God, 
Okay, remember what happened last time? We had abortion taken away. Yes. Don't fucking, yes. don't fucking not show up because you're like, mur, mur, mur. I don't really like that guy. He's, yeah. He is old. He isn't liberal enough. He's liberal. Just yeah. fucking vote. No, but that's that's like such a, a good way to put it in concrete terms. Like last time we literally lost abortion. Like it's not just like, a oh, there's good guys and bad guys. Oh, we don't like him and it's all a clown show. We literally lost rights. And that mm -hmm. is going to continue unless we go and vote and stand up and do something. It's reality. Mm -hmm. There's yeah. no third option. Yeah. There's no third option where you get what everything that you want. In fact, in a democracy, mm -hmm. that will never exist. Mm -hmm. Ever. So grow up, you piece of shit. You can keep dyeing your hair and you can keep <laughs> re-piercing your septum. But you must vote. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Thanks for that, Dad. No problem. Wow. You did good. So smart. Thank so you, Dad. Smart. So, so smart. So smart. <laughs> Guys. Actually, did, you should run. How did we even get you know, so smart on this podcast? You oh, know, I never mind. I forgot you're a woman. <laughs> and she's she's kind of a big lesbian. Yeah, kind of a big oh, lesbian. Wait, too. I have a theory on this. <laughs> okay. okay. I believe that the only way a woman can win... Okay. I think a gay person can win if he is a top oh for sure yeah okay i need you to That's, elaborate more yeah on that uh well, he has to like america's unquote, not ready pass. for a bottom no like it would have to be like well and by top it's like presenting as oh conf conforming to masculinity and masculine norms exactly yeah. he has to conform yeah. woman, to heterosexual ideals but when a woman does that then they critique her for being too masculine or whatever mm -hmm. so very well, it's too masculine or it's too feminine like there's right. no exactly there's no, yeah. winning. there's no winning that's why i think only if a woman is gonna win she has to be a republican because even though she's right. a top they know that she bottoms for her rights Donald so Trump. like Oh. She, they, they will just take away those rights. <laughs> she won't like come during oh sex. God. Do you guys hear what I'm saying? So yeah. like, they're yeah. like, okay, you can top while you're at the office, but I know at the end of the day, you're a bottom bitch and you don't mind having no self-respect yeah. or values and mm -hmm. that we can just take advantage of you. Uh, That's what I believe. But women are really too emotional to be in office, even though men literally start wars <laughs> but i guess anger is not an emotion so no anger is not a real emotion. not if it's a man but if it's a woman actually i've had some personal experience with this turns out anger is uh, very much an emotion if you are a woman turns yes. out even fake anger is a uh, pretty pretty <laughs> pretty big pretty, and not okay emotion yeah 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 this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, but when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. 
Having someone to talk to can be really helpful in stressful situations or even in smaller situations. I love getting an unbiased opinion on struggles I'm going through or solutions to problems I'm facing. And a therapist can be a great way to get that opinion. When I started using BetterHelp, I started going to therapy weekly rather than just kind of like dropping in, dropping out when I needed to. Having someone there every single week to talk through these stressors with has been immensely helpful. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash ChosenFamily today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash ChosenFamily. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. I absolutely love Babbel because of their short conversation-based lessons. It's really easy to take them out into the real world and use them immediately and solidify that knowledge. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really even help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching. So you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com chosen. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash chosen spelled b-a-b-b-e-l dot com slash chosen rules and restrictions may apply speaking of look what i got what's that what's a, it's an emotion wheel oh, oh i love God. these god you guys are fucking annoying no these are so helpful <laughs> it's so helpful to people it's who have trouble really naming helpful. their emotions yes i went That's to a, a conference of emotions can you i went to a conference this weekend and you- that was it, well, I was, that was going to be my update, but then <laughs> I told my girlfriend that that was going to be my update, and she said that if I made that my update, people would unsubscribe from the podcast. I love your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. and then, Wait, why? And, well, and then I was like, okay, but like I went to some pretty interesting talks. Like I thought I could talk about like a, an interesting talk that I went to, and she was like, okay, like what? <laughs> I was like, well, like like made. Like I went to, to an interesting talk on made. What's, What's made? made? like medically assisted dying and she was like oh, oh yeah no, the people are gonna love that <laughs> she was like no that's no <laughs> the people no. can't wait to hear about pulling the plug <laughs> i love that your girlfriend has to approve your topics for this because <laughs> she she is my behind the scenes content manager wait uh, question yeah can we go over the emotion wheel a little bit mm, good idea so basically it has the six, like your six basic emotions, right? So you've got fear, anger, surprise, disgust, sadness, and joy. Those are the five, or sorry, those are the six primary emotions. On the one I'm looking at, it says, it says bad. Is there bad on yours? No. Here's what I have. I have happy, surprised, bad, fearful, angry, disgusted, sad. Bad is not an emotion. <laughs> That, according to this, I disagree. Bad. Bad. bad is not an official. My wheel just has two portions, good and bad. Good and bad. 
That should be where it starts for people who really have trouble <laughs> accessing their emotions. <laughs> Ashley is bad, bad before she gets into the cold plunge and good after. <laughs> well, okay, so then you have... This one says bad too, Elena. Bad is not a primary emotion. Can you go through them again? This one says trust. trust? Genius. <laughs> Genius isn't... That's you, Ashley. <laughs> Okay, let me just close my BDSM test tab, and I'm going to look this up. Okay. Even the sound of Elena typing has a certain je ne sais quoi to it that I can't, yeah. like... Yeah, well, it's my mechanical keyboard. I spent hours picking this thing out. Oh, those sound so nice. My Personalized friend has switches. one of those. So nice. So good. So Stop good. fingering the keyboard. Someone just came to that, Elena. <laughs> okay, the point is, is that an emotion wheel helps people describe with more nuance the things that they're experiencing okay so you have the the basic ones the kind of overarching umbrella terms and then those branch off into smaller or like more um descriptive emotions which then branch off into even more descriptive emotions so for example we have um fear one of the fear branches off one of the options is insecure and then insecure is described as inadequate or mm. inferior. Mm. So it's taking each emotion and breaking it down into more and more nuanced yeah. experiences. Okay, That's I think we so should helpful. I think we should all three of us figure out what emotion we're experiencing right now. Love it. Okay, okay, so wait, let's will, pick Mac, you start? start. You want to start with either joy, surprise, fear, anger, disgust, or sad. I hate to be this bitch. Can you send a picture of it in the chat? Because I'm like so visual and yeah. I can't, I have trouble. That's, ears. that's no problem. I would also like a picture. Okay. Well, good thing we're all in the group chat. Do you guys have a separate chat? <laughs> Can you imagine chat? if one of us wasn't? <laughs> yeah, <what? laughs> yeah. Oh, this is a beautiful picture. Thank you. Something else that's just kind of an interesting thing to note for like anybody listening or who anybody who's kind of, I don't know, likes thinking about emotions and feelings. Five out of the six emotions, mm, surprise, eh, surprise can go either way, good or bad. So let's say four, four out of the six primary emotions are negative. Yeah. Right? They're yeah. negative, difficult states. And yeah. only you've got joy, which is the only tr like purely positive, And then surprise can go either way. And the reason that I want to point that out is because like we are wired toward negativity because it yeah. keeps us safe it has helped us survive in the in, past in the same way when you have a negative experience it takes far more positive yes. experiences to make up yes. for that negative experience and wow. so my point is just that we need to actively practice joy we need yes. to practice and cultivate we experiences need of joy to plunge yeah <laughs> you really yes. don't because we are not wired for it yeah the way in my happiness class that I took, which is that psych class from Yale um, that I took that was so powerful for me. Mm. It's like your car just has a leaky tire and you mm. just need to be putting in air mm -hmm. constantly. Mm -hmm. the, the, you will never not have a hole in your happiness tire mm -hmm. ever. And you just have to be practicing all the time. It's true. That sounds exhausting. The longer you go without practicing, well, it's exhausting when you're depressed. Mm -hmm. But then as you get happier, you, you have more air in the tire. So it's mm -hmm. like a little bit easier to to do those actions. I wrote a piece in, I have a newsletter 
And for a while I wrote pieces every mm-hmm. month about, you know, and then I got busier and busier and then I got canceled. And so I was like, I'm just going to take a break from this for a second. I'm just going to take a cold plunge. I'm just going to, I'm just going to sit in a cold bathtub <laughs> until I die. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but I wrote about this just being like, there's this moment I think with depression and anxiety where you have the clarity to know that you need to fill up the tire. Mm. And then as soon as you slip below sort of, that conscious awareness that you are in a state and the state no longer, you don't have that awareness, that self-awareness to be like, I am in a state of depression and I need to work against yes. this. Once you are, I am depressed. This is my life. This is I a am trait. always depressed. Yeah. This is who mm-hmm. I am. That's when it gets really hard to yes. come back from. Mm. So if you're like in a functional depression right now, Mm-hmm. Now is actually the perfect time, even though things might not seem that bad, to actually work on your happiness and your good habits. Mm-hmm. And how do you do that? Cold plunge. Plunge. Cold plunge. <laughs> Get your ice cubes out of your freezer, dump them into Save your bathtub. Four for your coffee. <laughs> and then take the rest. Just dip your toes in one by one, scream the whole time. <laughs> Tits out. Okay, I'm looking at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh you take after your father son <laughs> all right okay okay so, so right now start with i one would of the say ba- the i'm joyful okay distill and down then, okay let's see i would say oh this is cute i would say i would either feel optimistic or accepted okay and then under optimistic, I would say open. Ooh. And under accepted, I would say fulfilled. Is that open in relationship to anything in particular? That's beautiful. Yeah, we're recording the podcast. <laughs> you feel open and fulfilled? Yeah, that is, I love recording That's the podcast. so bottom, dude. Dude, open okay, and earlier, fulfilled. Earlier when you told me that <laughs> I was going to have to fly overseas. Wait a minute. Hold on. No, we need to sit with that for a second. That is so bottom <laughs> for you to be open and filled. Sorry, You're fulfilled. Open and filled. Emily, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> You're supposed to be the one that keeps it together. <laughs> That's so bottom, it. dude. Out of all I, Bro, out of you, all that's the some things gay I could shit. have chosen, that's some gay shit. The only, uh, the only more bottom you could have <laughs> chosen would be stimulated. That's the only one you missed. Well, and I do feel a little stimulated. <laughs> There's a tingle going on. Ashley's so smart. Oh man. Thank you. Um. Okay. I'll say. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm in the joy category too. Things feel pretty good today. I'll say my joy is I feel I feel peaceful and I feel optimistic, but my optimistic instead of open is inspired. Dom. And my peaceful would be loving. So I feel inspired and loving. We should do this before every episode so the listener knows what to expect. What happens from when you have an underlying underlying feeling of fear at all times? Let's go with that. <laughs> Let's go with that one. Let's shake it up. No, I I do feel uh I would describe myself as 
if I had to only pick one, I would yeah. pick joy. But I do know. Oh, I was doing this moment, not one forever. I was doing this moment. No, I know. Oh, sorry. If I had to pick one at mm. this moment, I would pick joy. Mm-hmm. But I do have a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that I deal with. So just to keep it moving and go a different direction, let's talk about my fear and where it yes. comes from. Yes. I have fear. I have fear a lot. Yeah, me too. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I'm always working on the fear. My fear, okay. Scared, anxious, insecure, weak, rejected, humiliated. Oh, God. Okay. Um, I would describe my fear as anxious and... Um, yeah, scared. I would say it's more in that category. And I do feel worried and I sometimes feel helpless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for me, it's like, I'm just, and I know where this comes Can- from inside of me. I just feel like, what, what are you laughing at? Sorry. What you, you said, what? I'm just, and Elena said, Ken, and I thought it, but I didn't say it because we have to let Ashley be Sorry. open when she's open. Not all of us are sitting here open. That's okay. true. I think I'm just constantly worried about the worst thing, the things that are out of my control. Yeah. Right. The, so and weirdly, yeah. the things that I've, I've already experienced at some point in my life, but I'm projecting them onto my future. Yep. Someone, I've heard this really great phrase that gets tossed around a fair amount, Um, I hope it doesn't become overused because it's so accurate. But that anxiety is a future fear about something that already happened to you. Mm -hmm. Like I've dealt with so much loss where like I couldn't do anything about it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I have a lot of worry that like what I have currently is not enough to keep me from having something bad happen to me. So that's yeah. like the general fear that I live with most days. Mm-hmm. But I definitely go through waves of like how present it is in my everyday life. And like, I'm still recovering from like a pretty catastrophic event. So yeah. like, it's definitely still present. But like today, I think the over the, I would say I'm like, I'm probably only like 30% fear today, which I think mm. is not terrible. It, it's is not bad. not not from the cold plunge. Not not from the cold plunge? Yeah, like you're only 30% fear today and that's not not from the cold plunge. Yeah, I probably would be at 40 or 50% fear if I hadn't plunged. So is there a, is there a um, distinctive difference between those days that you can recognize or it's more of just a thing? What's the biggest difference, do you think? Honestly, like... I feel it physically. Like I feel like a knot in my stomach mm-hmm. on the mm-hmm. days yeah. and my mind runs more mm-hmm. when I'm mm-hmm. having a really clear present day. I'm not fearful, <laughs> you know? Well, and that's one of the things that they say about mindfulness or like, that's one of the reasons that I know it at this point, it's like a buzzword, but why it is helpful is because anxiety lives in the past and the future. It's what yes. you just said. So when yes. when you actively tune into and experience the present. Yes. Yeah, like yesterday, I was having a big fear day and uh, I just ran a bunch of errands because I was like, I, I didn't have anything in my schedule. So yeah. I was just like, I need to like 
be doing something mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this is just a total waste of time for me to be just sitting here being in fear. So I like went for a walk and I ran some errands and like just made my day so mm-hmm. much better. We, we, I think there's so much like culture around boundaries and like saying no when I think most people we actually do better when we say yes to seeing Mm -hmm. our friends to doing our work to like Mm -hmm. staying active to exercising engaging with your own life now Mm -hmm. look I know some people are super busy and you need to take time off I yeah seriously I've heard of it but I know that I'm actually mentally doing better usually when my schedule is full yeah well and I maybe that's an important distinction of like when we say rest and when we say like insert joy it doesn't mean empty your schedule and like have a day you know laying in bed which if that rejuvenates you go for it but it's also saying schedule in and make sure you're making time for engaging with the things that bring you joy friendships Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. hobbies yeah Yeah. enjoying nature yeah and i understand the bed thing like yeah i'm a touring performance artist there are days where i have to be horizontal or like (laughs) i'm gonna you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. i've had days like that i had one this week um for sure but like it's not the I only rarely need it, you know? Yeah. Um, should we, sorry, did I hijack that? Elena, this is like your expertise. What? No, not at all. Okay. No, we're going through the feeling wheel. Yeah, we're just talking about it. But I will say today I'm more joy. I just remembered, (laughs) I just remembered my like probably biggest update, which I completely forgot about. Um, I had a session with a new therapist. Oh. Oh. Like a for real like for real what do you mean for real i'm <laughs> not for fake i mean like to who have you been talking to no i mean <laughs> a blow up doll no i mean to like actually um like talk about like the hard stuff for real oh sure yeah like for real yeah how did it go uh so couldn't really do it <laughs> <But> <laughs> but it's you know it's just it's just the start it's just the first session so you know i allow myself that and we'll see it's gonna take some time god i'm so lucky i'm so lucky i love to know that elena's human Uh, oh my god lucky we're yeah because i've been in therapy since i was a Mm. kid yeah yeah i'm really lucky i'm really lucky no, I, I, it's, it's funny because I went in there and like, I know how therapy goes, goes. I'm literally training to be a therapist. Like I understand the process and I got there and she's like, okay, so, you know, where do you want to start? Like, tell me. And I was like, uh, I don't look at my phone in the morning anymore. <laughs> yeah. I was like, actually, I'm so like I'm doing fine. really well. I'm fine. I'm actually fine. I don't actually need to be here. I'm actually fine. <laughs> Never mind. Cold plunge will help. Yes or no? Just yes or no. <laughs> yes, that's why I'm here. I'm here for your professional opinion. Yes or no? No, but it, I, yeah, I was like surprised by how un, like I was nearly unable to participate and like 
that was wow. unexpected. Damn. Yeah. So Good for you for participating like? a little bit. <laughs> it looks like the therapist saying, okay, well, how about you tell me um, what you're hoping to get out of this? Tell me about like a goal that you have for therapy, right? And I said, well, the goal is to X, talk about X. Is this of. like analysis, psychoanalysis therapy? So I think that it will be um, a kind of eclectic uh, approach. Most therapists here and like as far as I understand it kind of pull from a variety of um modalities psychoanalysis likely being one of them but um so it looks like her saying okay well like what are you hoping to get out of it what's the goal and I say well this and she goes <laughs> and she goes okay so like let's start there and I was like mm, mm, no <laughs> and like and so then we kind of go down this route of like the blocks and like what's if that's the goal what's kind of stopping me and I'm like well just can't and so basically it ended up with her kind of she's she's trying all these different prompts to like help me come out of my shell and like start talking Elena have yeah. you thought about just screaming at yourself that this will make you happy as you decide to talk about your mother. All, talking, here's what you need to do. filling up the tire. You, you need to be like, my mom, do it, do it, bitch, do it, do it. It's going to make you happy. My mom, ah! that's what you need to do. No, I haven't considered that. Maybe I'll try it next time. Yeah, you I'll should try, try it next time. But it basically then, and like she get, offered various prompts, um, to get going one of which was like okay well how about we do like a um her word was laundry list of like maybe things to talk about in the future maybe not and she's like just give me one word you don't have to say anything else and I was like okay and then I was you know trying to talk about some stuff and at one point she literally <laughs> she literally was like so are you more comfortable keeping it this vague or would you like to give me an example? Oh my God. Like when I say I was nearly unable to participate, like it was like, I was sitting there knowing I am, I am not helping this poor woman. Like I, yeah. I, but I, it was like, oh yeah, it's just going to take some time. But like, this is what I'm, I guess what the update is. And when I say for real, what I mean is like, I'm, I'm committed, you know, like I'm actually going to do it. Not just like this kind of surface. Here's my problem. Let's find tools. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which has been helpful. You're going to fucking and cry, it, bitch. It is, You're going to cry. Oh, I was like basically already crying, saying like nothing. I yeah. cry every session. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit worried. I'm nervous because like there's a lot going on until like, die. oh man. But then it's like, I mean, when's a good time? Never. Never. Yeah, exactly. So here we go. Or always. Yeah, always. I like that's good. Always. That was very Elena of me. It was. It was. Thank you for the positive <laughs> reframe. So is it a good sign that you can't talk about it? Like, is that a good sign that you found something that you need to address because it's so <laughs> yeah. challenging? I would say yes, so. And I would put that with the addition of I can't even allude without Cry yeah, without, tears yeah. coming to my eyes. Yeah. Like that's where it's like, oh, you need to 
Well, and part of the sign for me, other than the obvious things, is like being in school and various topics coming up and like learning about various things. And like, I'm having responses in class. So like, yeah, wow. that's where it's like, oh, okay. Well, do you remember it's when time. you were realizing you were gay? Yeah, I remember. It's <laughs> part of the problem. I mean, don't you remember feeling just so such a strong... Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, like oh, yeah. just a incredible aversion to it. Like yes. hot, angry, Sick tears. Sick to my stomach aversion, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you know you need to be talking about this with somebody if you have like a response to something mm-hmm. like that. Well, I, and- for me, it's even with, um, I think I experienced it the most with, with making art, mm. even more so than my sexuality. Mm-hmm. Like I, I become so almost enraged when I'm not, like when I started I started making these YouTube sketches and I just remember Mm -hmm. trying to make them and just weeping that I couldn't make them to the skill level that I wanted to make them, Uh, that they didn't feel good, that I was like failing already. Like, yeah, yeah. So that it's like that mattered. It's a sign that it matters. I think it was like, I wouldn't give my, I wouldn't give myself. Okay. I'm about to say something just fucking very. Elena. I think. Well, it's in the artistic realm, so some some sort of thing between us. But, like, I think so much of my creative process as a comedian and as an actor is just being the absolute freest, most present, most me version of myself Mm -hmm. on stage or in front of the camera. And that radical freeness, I'm even... I'm even getting emotional right now mm-hmm. was what I was missing when I started and I didn't know how to get there, but I knew it was inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. there's even more now that I'm saying this and getting emotional. I think there's even more of me that I can like unlock in front of people. But like when I'm on, when I'm on stage, sometimes I'm doing movements that like, I can't, I can't dance. I'm a horrible dancer, Mm -hmm. but somehow when I'm on stage, my physicality is so much more beautiful than it is when I'm off stage. And it's because like you're unlocking some freedom in, I I don't know if anyone relates to this at all, what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. but like sometimes, I don't know. I think people get it maybe in their conversations. You're like, how did I say that incredibly funny thing just now? You, there's this almost like, divine energy that like runs through you when you unlock Mm -hmm. that well even Um, if i relate it because i can't relate to it in the artistic sense but in the sense of like even in the because we do peer counseling right as like a practice or whatever um and so we've been doing a lot of that and like even in those peer counseling sessions when something is just working it's like you feel that something that you can't describe. Like there's something in the room with you that is like, there's an attunement that Mm -hmm. for me feels like nothing else. Like nothing else ever has felt like that. So it's like, I think that kind of feeling of radical freeness, we all have different ways to access it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And it's so, it's so powerful. Yeah. It's really powerful stuff. So can I, so just, I'm now like, this is, I'm like feeling self-conscious about what I said about therapy. Oh my God. Like that's like, I feel like that's like, I'm like somehow feeling like I overshared. When like I didn't say a thing. No, you you well. undershared. With I don't feel like your therapist. <laughs> like, do you want to give me an example? <laughs> oh man, I think the experience you just described is probably the most common experience that people have their first time in mm. therapy. Is it not? Like that's how it was for me, and like I, you'll get farther than I did. <laughs> like, <laughs> Mac, you gotta sure. go back. I know. That's not what this conversation's about. Mm-hmm. Pap smear passport therapy add it to the list add it to the Just list add it to the you list. didn't you didn't overshare at all no it feels, not even i think a little it's bit. because it feels vulnerable like it feels yeah truly vulnerable not in a oh this thing has passed already here's here's me i'll tell you my experience it's but like people ah, will appreciate that i know but mm-hmm. i'm scared it's like scared oh yeah because there are going to be some people who are going to beep boop at you and those people are not well <laughs> yeah Who's going to beep boop at her? No, it's not even beep boop. I'm more. It's just like it feels. You know what? This is. And I know we're going over time here, but something that she did say that was like an insight I had never I had never really realized before. Because I told her about obviously my my career online and all of that and how most of the things I've gone through or like a lot of the things I've gone through have been very public. And I kind of was sharing that at the end. Oh, yo, then, I just had an insight about you. Wow. Okay. No, you keep going. You keep going. And then going. she was like, she goes, she stopped me and she was like, no wonder, like, no wonder it's hard for you to, to say these things. Like, they're yours. Oh, mm. damn. And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah. even if they're, even if they're not, quote unquote, good things, these are, there's very little from, you know, that is just mine mm-hmm. from the past. Damn. Ooh. What was your insight, Ashley? Well, my insight was slightly different. I do wonder if, okay, I'm, I, this is like, we can cut this if okay. you want to cut this. Okay. Do you feel like maybe part of your attraction to the internet and like putting yourself out there is almost a way to control the narrative of your own experience and emotion. Oh, t- like I had a conversation the other day that was like, I think part of my like sharing on the internet has allowed me to not have like to not actually vulnerably connect with people in my real life. I have gone to the internet and lived my experiences there instead of actually creating friendships and like creating emotional bonds with people. Yeah. Wow. And now I'm like trying to do that and surprise, surprise, it's really scary. Mm -hmm. You can tell me anything. Oh, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually terrifying as somebody who's like yeah mac where do you fall in all this farther back in the past of like obviously you've been doing social media way longer than me 
that makes me think about like, okay, what am I doing? And like, mm-hmm. where am I going to be in the future? Am I going to look back and think that I did the same thing that you did? Like, mm-hmm. that is so scary. And I also wonder, like, obviously you're talking about it from the perspective of being a content creator, but I wonder if it's going to become, and if it is becoming more of a common thing for it just is. an everyday individual. Mm-hmm. It is. Because everybody's making content like whether you're doing it in front of an audience or not Mm -hmm. so how much of that is people and i'm not trying to like take away from your experience but no you're not at all how much of that is people just trying to live those experiences online so they don't have to deal with how much harder it is in real life well yeah how many times do you see people going on their instagram stories and and like crying and sharing about a hard time and and asking for like talking about a, a way that they need support instead of calling yes calling a friend a real friend i'm gonna raise you one more and i'm mm-hmm. gonna say how much has the presence of phones limited mm-hmm. our availi- avail- ability to be vulnerable to be confused to be wrong to say something that we might self-conscious about saying it because the presence of all of our things being recorded and the presence of all these vulnerable conversations happening online in a scripted edited Mm -hmm. way has transformed our own experience of our own expression to Mm -hmm. one another that now people are unable to have true privacy and vulnerability with their friendships and their relationships Mm -hmm. This is so crazy. This this might sound actually insane. Yo, it I'm might a make fucking sound genius, a little dude. paranoid. <laughs> you're so smart. Ashley. No, dude, actually, so you're smart. honestly you're Ashley, such a oh genius. God, you're so, you're just like the seventh so emotion is genius for Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she. This the rest of us crazy. have six. Ashley has seven. <laughs> <laughs> Mac, what were you? I'm working say? on my eighth in the plunge. <laughs> Unlock parts of your brain, bro. Oh my god. Your brain. I come back from Palm Springs. I'm doing mushrooms. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, Mac. No, I really really mean that. I I cannot stress calling your friends. Mm -hmm. Do not text your friends. Call them. Yeah. Uh, People shit on me for calling. I am never going to stop calling. Mm -hmm. I am never going to stop calling. Texting is not the same. No. Doing this is not the same. You should be opening up to your friends. Mm-hmm. I mean, every I, the paradox, the paradox of everyone being more educated and having more resources because of the internet, and yet people are lonelier, more yeah. depressed, more anxious, and more suicidal and committing suicide more than mm-hmm. ever. It's not a coincidence. We lost intimacy. Absolutely. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mac? This was My really- bad. <laughs> Are you okay? You're like off screen for me. I can't yeah, see. Yeah, me too. I haven't really been able to see your what face happened? this whole time. I hit my... Uh, what, uh, what's happening? I hit, okay? We can't see you. I, I can't see you, dude. Why can't you see me? Move to the right. I'm in there. Now we can see you. Are you okay? I hit myself. In the face? Oh. In the lip. <laughs> Ow. Are, Are you good? How did you do that? With the microphone. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Mac. Mac? <laughs> That's okay. Okay, this is gonna actually make me sound crazy. I honestly might I cut doubt this, that. but it's very relevant. I remember when I first, like, when me and my girlfriend were freshly dating, and we've been together for two years and a month. Mm-hmm. 
So it's been a little bit more time now, but when we first started dating, we're both on social media, so we're used to like sharing our lives and stuff. I had this like, I had this fear of like, when we were very early talking, didn't know each other very well, that like, be careful what you say to her because if it doesn't work out and she like oh, runs online and is yeah. like, not that I'm like saying bad shit to her, but you know, no, like you're, her you're interpretation aware. of yeah. who you I don't, am. You or should like, never have to say that, Mac. Not that mm-hmm. I was saying, but I fucking hate this bullshit. We're I'm both, honestly we're like, I'm footnoting and putting an now, asterisk but... on every, no, you yeah. don't have to make that excuse. No one is thinking that you're saying bad things to her. And if you are, you're part of the fucking problem of people feeling so no, goddamn it, self-conscious. It is yeah. a real like thing with texting and being online and stuff is like you are it's like you have this secondary viewer or like this secondary screen watching everything that you're doing and thinking "Mm, is somebody gonna take this this way if this was taken out of context how would it look there's like literally like in moments of insecurity i would be like okay if i show her that i'm insecure about this and then we break up and then she goes online and talks about it, which my girlfriend's not that kind of person. I don't we, think yeah, she is. Yeah, we know that now. But like when yeah. you're just getting to know somebody, you don't know. Like I was like, okay, Stop then I'm going to be painted as like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh-huh. And we're doing it now. We're doing it right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to like, I'm like, okay, if I get painted as this person because I shared this insecurity with her, then like I just shouldn't share it because yeah. it's going to fucking. Because if, I, if I'm, one person knows, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah. But I, I said remember that in my therapy that session. Being like, fuck the internet. And that's why mm-hmm. I just like, now with posting on Instagram, like I've been posting so much less on everything because I just, it's like you're in my brain, I'm either in it or I'm out of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm either posting on my Instagram stories every day, like I'm supposed to be and like doing A, B and C because I have to post on all these platforms mm-hmm. or I'm not doing it at all. I have so much trouble finding a middle ground and i think that's a big reason why i'm going back to school because i'm just like mm-hmm. i can't do this for like however many more years let alone for the rest of my fucking life yep, like i feel that and that's part of the reason that i've been so much happier is because i enjoy my partner i'm like yes. in my real life doing real things distance. i enjoy my time with my sister yeah. like mm-hmm. it's just it's just all of this stuff and living in my actual day-to-day and not recording everything is radical so much freedom yeah. That's a, yeah. The I mean, like, freedom. I think part of my journey as a comedian now is actually to like bring this level of authenticity to my work. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because yes. it's like people are really lacking authenticity and vulnerability and intimacy. And yeah. I just feel like, you know, I, oh God, this is going to sound maybe unhinged, but I feel like that might be why I'm here. Like, because this is a skill that I have mm-hmm. and people shit on me and sorry, I, I have had like a really vulnerable moment exposed and, and made worse and uh, faced massive humiliation, Yeah, but I'm like still here making the same work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know so many other people, like they recede after that and, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, Mm-mm. so, uh, I just feel like more motivated than ever to, um, <sighs> tell people to kill themselves. And <laughs> I was waiting. I was like, here we go. Here we go. Um, 
been sincere for too long. Um, I mean, that kind of was, I mean, like, that kind of no, was I know, sincere. I, know. I mean, yeah. like, the, yeah. the, to, like, be almost more, not dark, I don't want to say dark, but, like, more flawed. I feel like uh. I almost have to be more open about mm -hmm. my flaws rather yeah, than, right. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because you're saying I'm not going to let this thing now make me feel like I need to mold myself in some way to fit. And it's done the opposite to me. Yeah. It has yeah. completely cracked all of these little things that I was trying to, it is just completely opened me up. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I don't remember what I was going to say because I started crying. You've, you've been opened up, but you haven't been filled yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck we, you guys. We okay. end there. That's the end. <laughs> Thank you for listening. listening. We did not do a question. <laughs> Bye. Nope. Patreon.com slash Chosen Family Podcast, where if we do a question, then we will pull it from there. And yes. also because... We have bonus episodes. We also we have, have bonus episodes over there. Full, we have a Discord yeah, community. Full episodes. Yeah. yeah. There's All so many things over there. And you you wouldn't understand if you haven't paid yet because you you don't know intimacy and you don't know friendship because you don't have a family and you can pay to have one, <laughs> you can pay one. okay thanks for listening this is Thank really dystopian because this is actually what's happening yeah. oh my yeah. god but we can laugh we can keep laughing about it we though, can laugh right about now, it right we can laugh about it but also mm. give us your money bye bye <laughs> Chosen Family is a Forever Dog production, hosted by Ashley Gavin, Elena Joy, and Mac Injamin. Edited by Danny Jewell, executive produced by Mariah Nicholas. Forever Dog Productions is Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. Forever!